It is an illusion to try to carry out our practice and enlightenment through ourselves. But to have practice and enlightenment through phenomena, that is enlightenment. To have great enlightenment about illusion is to be a Buddha. To have great illusion about enlightenment is to be a sentient being. Further, some are continually enlightened beyond enlightenment and some add more and more delusion. To learn the Buddhist way is to learn about oneself. To learn about oneself is to forget oneself. To forget oneself is to perceive oneself as all things. To realize this is to cast off the body and mind of self and others. When you have reached this stage, you will be detached even from enlightenment but will practice it continually without thinking about it. One day Dogen instructed You should understand that a man who was born into a certain household and wants to enter the family occupation must first train himself in the family specialty. It is a mistake to strive for knowledge and training in an area outside your own specialty and competence. Now, as men who have left your homes if you are to enter the Buddha's house and become priests, you must learn thoroughly what you are supposed to do. To learn these things and to maintain the regulations mean to cast aside attachments to the self and to conform to the teachings of the Zen masters. The essential requisite is to abandon avarice. To do this, you must first free yourselves from egotism. To be free from egoism is to have a deep understanding of transiency. This is the primary consideration. Most people in the world like to regard themselves as good and to have others think the same of them, but such a thing seldom happens. If, however, you gradually forsake attachment to the self and follow the advice of your teacher, you will progress. You may say that you understand, but still cannot give up certain things. 
and practice Zazen while holding on to various attachments. If you take this attitude, you sink into delusion. For a Zen monk, the primary prerequisite for improvement is the practice of concentrated Zazen. Without arguing about who is clever and who inept, who is wise and who foolish, just do Zazen. You will then naturally improve. Once, after a discussion of the doctrine, Dogen instructed, It is not good to overwhelm another person with argument, even when he is wrong and you are right. Yet it is also not right to give up too easily, saying, I am wrong, when you have every reason to believe that you yourself are right. The best way is to drop the argument naturally, without pressing the other person or falsely admitting that you yourself are wrong. If you don't listen to his arguments and don't let them bother you, he will do the same and not become angry. This is something to watch carefully. Students of the way must not worry about clothing or food. They must merely follow the Buddhist rules and not concern themselves with worldly things. The Buddha said, For clothing, use tattered, cast-aside garments. For food, use what can be begged. In any kind of world, these two things will not be exhausted. Don't forget the swiftness of change nor let yourself be needlessly troubled by worldly affairs. While in this brief Jew-like existence, think only of Buddhism and don't concern yourself with any other problems.
In a talk one evening, Dogen said, In this country today, many students worry about good, about the good and evil and right and wrong of their own speech and actions and wonder how others will react to what they see and hear. They are concerned about whether something they do will draw censure or bring praise now or in the future. This is a very bad state of affairs. What the world considers good is not necessarily good. It does not matter what other people think. Let them call you a madman. If you spend your life with your mind in harmony with Buddhism and do nothing to offend against it, the views of other people do not matter in the least. To escape from the world means that one's mind is not concerned with the opinions of the world. Just study and practice the actions of the Buddhas and the patriarchs and the compassion of the Bodhisattvas. Reflect on yourself as if, as if heavenly deities were illuminating your faults and act in accord with the Buddhist rules. Then nothing will trouble you. On the other hand, it is an error to blithely ignore what others considered bad and arbitrarily do evil things in complete disregard of the criticism of others. Without concerning yourself with what, with what others think, act only in accordance with Buddhism. In Buddhism, arbitrary actions and shameless conduct are, forgiven, are forbidden. In a talk one evening, Dogen said, Students must thoroughly consider the fact that they will eventually die. While you may not think about death directly, you must make sure not to waste time. Instead of spending time fruitlessly, use it for meaningful activities. If you wonder what the most important of all things is, it is to know the way in which the Buddhas and the Patriarchs conducted themselves. All else is of no use whatsoever. Once Ijo asked, If a Zen monk refuses to throw away an old mended robe, it looks as though he is coveting it. If he throws away an old robe and acquires a new one, he seems to be attached to the new. Both views are wrong. What attitude should one take? Dogen answered, 
If you can free yourself from both covetousness and attachment, neither will be wrong. Wouldn't it be better, though, to mend a torn robe and use it for a long time rather than long for a new one? One day Dogen instructed, If you talk about a person's cleverness or stupidity, it shows that you have yet to arouse the determination to study Buddhism. When an ordinary person falls off a horse, many things rush through his mind before he even hits the ground. In the same way, when any great threat to life and limb occurs, everybody devotes his full thought and knowledge in an effort to escape from harm. At such times, nobody, whether he be stupid or clever, thinks any differently from anybody else. Therefore, if you can spur and arouse your determination with the thought that you might die tonight or tomorrow, or that any time you might meet with some terrible misfortune, you can expect to gain enlightenment. A dull person, if he earnestly gives rise to the determination, will gain enlightenment faster than someone who is merely intelligent and eloquent. During the Buddha's lifetime, Kshudra Pandaka had trouble reading even a single line of verse, yet since he'd sought the way intently, he gained enlightenment during one period of retreat. You are only alive right now. Anyone can gain enlightenment if he studies Buddhism earnestly vowing that he must awaken before death cuts off his fleeting life. Dogen instructed, Students, cast aside your bodies and minds and enter fully into Buddhism. An old master has said, You've climbed to the top of a hundred foot pole, now keep on going. Most people, when they reach the top, are afraid they will lose their footing and fall to their deaths. Thus they hang on all the more tightly. To advance another step means to discard all thoughts of everything, from your functions as a saviour of other beings, to the means of your own livelihood, even if it requires casting away your own life. If you do not do this, and even if you study the way as earnestly as though you were trying to put out flames in your own hair, you will not be able to attain the way. 
resolve to cast aside both body and mind. One day Dogen instructed, According to an old master, if you develop a close relationship with a good man, it is like walking in the fog or dew. Although you do not actually wet your garment, it gradually becomes damp. What he is saying is that if you are close to a good person, you unconsciously become good yourself. This was the case many years ago of the boy who attended Master Chu Chu. There was no way of telling when he studied and practiced, and he himself was unaware of it. But because of the long association with the Master, he gained enlightenment. If you practice Zazen as a matter of course for many years, you will suddenly see the vital point of enlightenment and know that Zazen is the true, true gate from which to enter. Dogen instructed, The old masters frequently warn, Do not spend time wastefully, and do not pass your time in vain. Students today should begrudge every moment of time. This dew-like life fades away. Time speeds swiftly. In this short life of ours, avoid involvement in superfluous things and just study the way. People nowadays say, it is difficult to discard the obligations to our parents, or it is difficult to disobey the orders of a master, or it is difficult to part from wives, children and relatives. Or else they say, it is difficult to guarantee the livelihood of my relatives, or people will revile me if I forsake my home. Or again they say, I am too poor to buy the equipment for the monastic life. Or... I don't have the capacity to endure the study of the way. Thinking in this way, they join the worldly pursuit of wealth and property without separating from master or parents and without severing from their wives, children and relatives. With their whole life wasted, they will only have regrets when they face the end. Sit calmly and consider the principles of Buddhism and quickly determined to arouse the mind that seeks the way. Masters and parents cannot give you enlightenment, 
wives, children and relatives cannot save you from suffering. Wealth and property cannot free you from the cycle of birth and death. Ordinary people cannot help you. If you do not practice now, claiming you are without the capacity, when will you ever be able to attain the way? Single-mindedly study the way without giving thought to the myriad things. Don't put it off until later. One day, following a talk on various subjects, Dogen said, From the outset, there is neither good nor evil in the human mind. Good and evil arise according to circumstances. For example, when a man wishes to study Buddhism and retreats to the woods, he finds the quiet of the forest good and busy world of man evil. Then when he becomes bored and his resolve weakened, he leaves the forest, for now he finds that that is bad. In other words, the mind has no fixed characteristic. Good and evil depend on the circumstance. Thus, if you meet good circumstances, your mind will become good, and if you are involved in bad circumstances, your mind will become bad. Don't think that the mind is inherently bad. Just follow the circumstances. from uh, another Soto Zen master the purpose of Zen Buddhism is to become deeply aware of the fact that the Buddha nature is within and to develop it when you sit in meditation with this realization or faith the original enlightenment of the Buddha permeates your body and mind continued sitting perfects them you are sitting in the same bodily position as the Buddha when he reached enlightenment and you have the same Buddha nature within you. Your mind cannot be separated from the sitting, and your meditation becomes that of the Buddha. Your life is like a diamond. Under the surface of the raw diamond is a precious jewel, but without polish it does not shine. The jewel is the Buddha nature, and the polish is practice. The practice is both sitting and meditation and daily work. In the Zen life, this means not only the tasks of everyday life of the household or job, but also the religious practices of chanting, offering incense, bowing, and listening to the Buddha's teachings. 
Without desire for a heavenly life after death, we live our daily lives.